Sheila and I, we were with Daddy to Cracker Barrel the other day, eating lunch with my daddy, and uh, talking along these lines. I guess that was Monday. And uh, all this week, these thoughts are burning my heart. So I just want to preach on it a little while tonight. If you have your Bible, 2 Peter 1 and 5. We read a lot of Bible in this church. I mean, a lot of Bible. 2 Peter 1 and 5. And besides this, give all diligence add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge temperance, to temperance patience, and to patience godliness. To godliness, brother kindness, to brother kindness, charity. For if these things, if these things, somebody say these things. But if these things be in you and abound, they make you shut. You shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So if you have temperance and patience, knowledge, godliness, brotherly kindness, and charity, these things will make you, make you be fruitful. Hallelujah. But he that liketh these things, he that don't have these things, he that don't, he that don't have virtue, he that don't have diligence, he don't have faith, he that don't have knowledge, temperance and patience, godliness, brotherly kindness, charity, but he that don't, he that liketh these things, he's blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his whole sins. This is not talking about lost people. This is talking about carnal church people. This is talking about church folk that one time a fire used to burn. One time a passion used to be there, a desire just eat up with a desire to love the Lord. He said, the zeal of mine house has eaten me up. One time they had a zeal, one time a passion, one time a burden. But they've let it drift away and they've forgotten that they was purged from their old sins. They could only remember that one time they'd been cleansed. They were sin free. They were washed. They were clean. They were pure. They'd show greater diligence to keep from falling back to where they came from. Most of us are familiar with the medical or the mental condition called amnesia. It, it, it can come a person might be involved in an accident, perhaps a blow to the head, some tragic thing, some sudden thing, some fearful thing happened, and for a period of time not remember a lot of things such as who they are, where they live, where they came from, who they used to be, or even what happened to them. Amnesia. Where, the, where memory is erased. Sometimes it's, most of the time, usually it's temporary. They forget who they are. They forget who you are. They forget where they live. They forget what happened to them. If there, every, everything in the natural carries over into the spiritual, if there could be a natural amnesia, could there be a spiritual amnesia? Could it be possible? Could a person genuine, had a genuine, real experience with the Lord? truly born again and then forget that experience. Apparently so that according to the Apostle Peter, he said some had forgotten they'd been purged from their old sins. It's one of the great dangers on our journey with Jesus, forgetting God's goodness. It, it, it'll push you away from church. It'll push you away from prayer. It'll push you away from your commitment to the Lord. It creates a spiritual emptiness. It creates a, a, a hollow. It creates a vacuum where the enemy can try to push anything at you and in you and towards you. And we see it in this generation time and time again. In fact, it's happened for a long time. 
in the book of Judges, you read six times, one after another, going to the seventh time, where God would deliver them, and they would forget God and turn to false deliverance, false gods. They'd worship false gods. And they'd cry out to God after they were being mistreated, and God would deliver them. And within the next the end of that chapter, they forgot God and turned back to false gods over and over and over. Happens time and time again, but only God through his mercy, only God through his mercy, our generation is working tirelessly to water down the gospel of Jesus Christ. They're working, they're working overtime. The powers of hell are working overtime toward humanism and universalism. They're working every, every way, every way to make sure everything's allowed, to make sure we accept everything. Everything is being slipped into your baby's cartoons and to, to any little program. There's some, some type of message behind it somewhere. Hallelujah. But somebody's got to remember he's still God. Somebody's got to remember that the Bible's still right. Somebody's got to wake up. Somebody's got to shake themselves. I, I know we got this baby shirt tonight, and I'm all excited. I love this little family so much, and we're going to have fun. And, we're going to eat cake and, and some food, and then they'll open their gifts. But let me preach just a few minutes. I want to preach about seven or eight things. Every far, Lord will lead me to go, and then I'll quit, and we'll pray, and we'll go down to the building. Number one, spiritual amnesia. We're hard on ourselves. We forget how far we've come. Hallelujah. You forget how much you've grown in the Lord. If you're not careful, you forget how far you've progressed in the Lord. I, I, I look at the, we, the, the seven different babies. I look in here and, and the parents, you know, you may look at them every day and say, you know what, don't seem like it's growing very much. But me seeing them one time a week, I, little Abigail or something like that, I say, boy, that baby's growing. Quit beating yourself up. You say, well, I don't feel like I'm growing. You're growing just to stay in church. You're growing. You're growing just, just keeping the enemy under your feet. Hallelujah. But speak the truth in love. May grow up in all things, which is the head, even Christ. Perhaps one, I've heard of babies walking at eight months, and, and, and Henry turned one last week, and, and he's, he took three steps the other day, and, and Harrison's already heating and walking. He's running. I don't know if he learned to walk. I believe, yeah, I believe he learned to run, little Harrison. So, so, so you can't measure one baby with another and turn around and grin at somebody. Tell them, you can't really measure me with you. Measure me with Jesus. Hallelujah. Perhaps you overcome some things quicker than I did, but he's working on me. Perhaps you conquered some things before I did, but he He's working on me. Don't forget how far you've come. Hallelujah. Don't forget how if you stay just discouraged and just down on yourself all the time, it'll take all your peace and all your victory. Hallelujah. It'll take your desire to love the Lord and to go to church because you feel like you're pushing and pushing and you're never gaining any ground. Every once in a while, back up and just realize I'm still here. I'm still standing. I'm still holding on. Fighting a real devil, but I'm still here. In fact, I wish somebody praise him out loud right now. Spiritual amnesia. Don't forget. Don't forget you're growing. Don't forget. Don't forget you're getting closer to the Lord. Hallelujah. Number two, I want to talk about don't forget God's ways. God's ways are not our ways. And this thing ain't about, it ain't about me and you, friend. On judgment day, we're going to be judged by this book. Hallelujah. Proverbs 3 and 1, my son, forget not my laws, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall be added unto you. He said, if you'll just honor this word, I'll give you long life, I'll give you peace, and I'll add all these things unto you. Jeremiah 2.32, can I make 
made forget her ornament or bride her attire. Yet my people have forgotten me days without number. My people have forgotten me days without number. Deuteronomies. But thus shall remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. That he may establish his covenant which he swore unto thy fathers is in this day. And it shall be if thou do it all. Forget the Lord thy God. And ye walk after other gods and serve them and worship them. I testify against you this day that you shall perish. Hallelujah. Friend, you can forget a lot of things and a lot of people and go on. But I'm begging somebody, if you forget God, your life will fall apart in a minute. If you forget God, your health can fall apart in a minute. If you, if you forget God, money can disappear in a minute. If you forget God, if you turn your back on God, somebody ought to make up their mind, I'm going to hold on to God's unchanging hand. My, my foot's on the rock and my mind's made up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Stephen, I sure enjoyed your sermon the other night. And when I was talking to Daddy, that thing was rolling over in my heart. Now, we have amnesia. I believe some of us forget how low down and rotten we were. I believe we forget where God's brought us from. And we, we're in church now and we're doing pretty good now. And we, we, we forget where we come from. And we look down on anybody that's not where we are. But every once in a while, you ought to realize if it wasn't for the grace of God, you'd probably be in a prison you'd, you, you, you'd be in skid row somewhere you'd be in a cemetery somewhere if it wasn't for the God I've got enough sense to know if it wasn't for the mercy of God I wouldn't have lived past nine years old and then I got enough sense to know there's times Sheila and I almost had a head on collision if it had been for the mercy of God I'd have died a long time ago but because of the grace of God and the mercy of God I'm still here hallelujah in 2 Peter 2.20 for after they have skipped the pollution of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ they are getting entangled therein and overcome the latter end of them is worse than the beginning for it had been better them not to have known the way of righteousness than to have known it to turn from the holy commandments delivered unto them but it has happened on them according to the true proverb the dog is turned to his own vomit again and the sow that was washed to her wallow in the mire hallelujah hallelujah you hear me preach once sometimes two times a week Sheila hears me preach seven days a week, sometime hour after hour. And one of my favorite messages I, I preach to Sheila, we, we live down here in the woods and we've got our little old dogs and we got some cats. And But, but one message I preach, Sheila likes little old, she's always like little old pigs. And we got a little message we preach back and forth. You can bring that pig in your house. You can give that pig a bath. You can spray perfume on it and you can put a ribbon in it and you can make it a clean bed as long as you keep it in that environment you may keep a clean smelling pig if you'll bathe it a lot but if you ever turn your back on that pig and you let it out that door it's going to find it a mud hole it's going to find it something nasty hallelujah friend changing our environment just changing just trying to stay in and I'm begging you to stay in church but you need to get something more than just a ribbon in your hair and some perfume sprayed on you you need to get a change in your nature and a change in your character when you leave the house you're not looking for the mud hole. You're not looking for the sin wall. I wish somebody helped me have church right now. Hallelujah. And the only thing's going to do it is that old sin nature's got to come to this altar. And that old sin nature's got to lay on that altar. And it's got to realize I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Hallelujah. 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 Would somebody help me reach for the Holy Ghost just for a minute? Would somebody pull on him? 
still, hallelujah, hallelujah. They're not enough for counseling in the world to change a no sin nature. They're not enough do good reasons in the world to change a good, good no sin nature. It takes the blood of Jesus, hallelujah. If they would have been an easier way, he would have never went to a hill called Calvary. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. His plan was lost. Hallelujah. He had a plan. It was more than just, and I know he came to solve this old wicked boy named Anthony Wynn, but it was more than just Anthony Wynn. He said, I lost more than Adam in the garden. I lost my plan. I had a plan for a family. I had a plan for a kingdom. And I'm not just coming to set the drug addict free and the alcohol free and the liar free and the cheater free and the one that's crooked free and the one that'll cheat a little bit free. I've come to seek and to save that which was lost. Not who was lost. That which was lost. My plan was lost. My ordination was lost. My destination was lost. And I've come to restore it back. Hallelujah. Would somebody lift your hands and say, oh God, don't let me get spiritual amnesia and forget where I come from. God, don't let me forget where I come from. We forget, number four, we forget like a baby learning to walk how many times we fell down. We forget how many times we fell down. Little Henry stayed with us. He's standing over, he's a year old now. I want to hear a story about all these baseball, but he's standing over there and raised up. He took one step, two step, three step. And he realized he's walking and he sat down before he fell. <laughs> Turn around and ask one person, how many times did you fall down before you learned to walk? They, they've got a statistics. I mean, it's like, it's like 70 a day or something. We need thicker diapers for these babies. We fell down and we forgot how many times we fell. Uh, uh, John was learning to walk and I'd been at work and I was so tired. They came in, I sat down in the living room and John's learning to walk and he, he leaves shoes and he comes over and he falls down the middle of the floor and he's like this. He, he can walk a little bit and he'll fall and walk a little bit and fall. But he's like this and he says, and I, and I says, come here John and I'll pick you up. And he's like this and I said, come over here and I'll pick you up. Finally, he gets up and he walks toward me and he shoots his hands up and he says this, why picking me up now? In other words, I got up myself. I wonder how many times somebody's reaching their hands out and saying, pick me up and tell them, come here, we'll pick you up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, don't let me forget where I came from. God, don't let me forget where I came from. And, and, and the Bible's full of paradox. Paradox is things that are at opposite. Bible's full of paradox. Here he's telling me not to forget. And Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind. And I dug into that and I realized, I realized, if there's any joy left back in that old life, there's something still big pulling on you. If the things you used to do that pulled you away from God, if you can think about them and laugh and smile and gloat and be happy, there's something in you that ain't sanctified all the way yet. 
There's something in you that ain't crucified all the way yet. You look back and you should realize everything about that life was taking me to hell. Everything about that old life was taking my family to hell. Everything about that old life. Everything about that old life. Satan was working it to build more wedges between me and my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We forget how many times we fall. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness. Consider thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Hallelujah. James 5 and 19, 20. Brethren, if any of you do err from the truth, and one convert him, let him know that he which converted the sinner from the earth of his way shall save a soul from death, and shall hide a multitude of sins. Hallelujah. I really want to preach this. Sometimes we get amnesia, and we forget that we forget that it's not just me and you devil sometimes he gets so on your back that you just think it's you and the devil sometimes he works around you so much trying to destroy you and devour you you almost think it's just me and that old sorry devil that old mean devil but I want to shake somebody I want to find some medication that will pull somebody out of their amnesia tonight I want somebody to leave here free tonight I want somebody to leave here with your spiritual mind restored tonight and I want to look you in the face and say wait a minute it's not just you and a big old hateful mean destructive devil there's a great big God involved in this picture there's a great big God hallelujah 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 so I serve notice on you devil it's not just me and you old boy in the ring but there's a great big God who loves me there's a great big eternal creator who's walking with me there is a king who lives inside of me there is a healer who bought my healing with stripes on his back. In fact, Mr. Devil, hallelujah, you've already been in this same in this same ring with him and he bruised your head. Hallelujah. You thought you had him down for the count and he was down three days. You didn't count to 11. You counted 24, 40, 48, 68. You counted 72 hours. And when you said he's not going to get back up, he got back up. And when he got back up he bruised your head hallelujah hallelujah I wish somebody stand to your feet and say devil it's not just me and you in the fight this time it's not just me and you in this wrestling match there's a great big God hallelujah and he's making a way for me and he's moving for me and he's raising up a standard for me and he ever liveth to intercede for me he's a way maker he's a chain breaker it's not just me and you devil I wish somebody said out loud Hallelujah, you, you, you got me in a headlock and I can't breathe and I can't see and I'm scared to death. Hallelujah, but Jesus is about to tag in this match. I said Jesus is about to tag in this match. Hallelujah, he's not the heavyweight champion, he's the world champion. Hallelujah, I said hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He's never been defeated, he's never been pinned, he's never been conquered. He's always come out victorious. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Saul got spiritual amnesia. He forgot that God called him when he was taking care of the donkeys. He forgot that God restored Israel. He forgot all that God done. Here stands this king with spiritual amnesia. 
Here stands this army with spiritual amnesia. Here stalks this in this little old shepherd boy with the funny gait, the way he walks, and a, and, a, and a hop and a skip about him. Hallelujah. And David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go and the Lord be with thee. Hallelujah. Go and the Lord be with thee. You remember that service we had where we had the cardboards and somebody was walking by and they were healed of cancer and the home was restored and they got delivered and they got set free and all that. Hallelujah. Why don't you turn around and testify just tell somebody something God's done for you. Why don't you turn around and just tell somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Daddy back in the 70s cancer eat your, eat your leg to the bones. Wrapping it in t-shirt we could see the bone and you trusted God and you're still walking. Hallelujah. Stepped on a nail and gained green set in and green streaks was running and old nasty old nasty infection was running out of your feet and it was swelling about to bust and God came by and touched again I was young but now I'm old yet I've never seen a righteous forsaken it's not just me and you devil it's not just me and you storm it's not me and you Mr. Battle I have a God who's about to step up I have a God who's about to walk in I have a God who's gonna make a way does anybody still believe in that he's a way maker that he's a problem solver that he's a healer that he's a deliverer that he's an on time God that he's a present help in time of trouble I wish somebody said out loud it's not just me and you devil it's me and God hallelujah God's in my corner God's for me God's making a way for me God's raising up a standard for me God God hallelujah 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I know we... I know we do some things on Facebook to get people to watch and I know we, we're courtesy and we ask you not to play with your phones or text and talk to the church. I know that. So excuse me, but babe, do you have your phone? Do you have, grab it real quick. Text my sister. Sheila just got a bad report. Text Sheila. Just text her right now. Say, Sheila, God's on your side. God's in your corner. God's a way maker. God's a... Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I felt my faith disturbed when I walked in and saw Sister Joy sitting here. Hallelujah. I've got a God that answers prayer. I've got a God who cares about his people. I've got a God who's a way maker. I've got a God. Hallelujah. Is there anybody? Is there anybody in the room that has a testimony that you can tell the devil? How it's not just me, you devil. If he delivered me out of the mouth of the bear, and if he delivered me out of the mouth of the lion, don't you know he's going to break down this uncircumcised Philistine? Hallelujah. Can anybody stand up and give a just a just a testimony, I'm here. The bird should have got me. The lion should have got me. Hallelujah, that problem should have got me. Hallelujah, but God, God brought me through that. God made a way for me. God turned it around for me. It was God that helped me. It was God. It was God. David said, moreover, Goliath is so big and David's so small. 
You got to hear this. David has nobody in his corner. Saul stays back at the camp. Jonathan stays back at the camp. His, his brothers are there back there still mocking him. David has nobody in his corner except his own testimony. Hallelujah, hallelujah. David's got nobody to hold his hands up except a great big God in his own testimony. God's, hallelujah. He's saying he's serving a God he can't see and he's facing a devil he can't see. Did you hear that? He's facing a, a Goliath he can't see. And he's serving a God that he can't see. And all he's got tangible is his own testimony. Hallelujah. As he looks in the face of this thing he's facing right now. And somebody's facing something right now. And the devil's telling you, I'll take you out this time. It's just me and you. Hallelujah. I wonder who I'm preaching to right now. You won't get back up this time, little David. It's just me and you. Ain't nobody hooraying you. Ain't nobody applauding you. Ain't nobody he cares if you live or die. It's just me and you, David. Hallelujah. The devil's whispering to somebody now. I've waited a long time, but it's just me and you. I've come against you a long time, but you won't get back up this time. It's just me and you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you need God, he's an invisible God that you can't see. Hallelujah. There's times you pray and you don't feel chill bumps. Can we be honest? There's times you pray and speaking in tongues don't come. There's times you pray and the anointing seems a long way off, but I still got my own testimony. I still got my own testimony. It wasn't luck I came out of that. It wasn't chance I come out of that. It just didn't happen that I come out of that. I have been delivered by great big God. I have been set free by great big God. I have been kept by great big God. Don't you get spiritual amnesia in the middle of this storm. Satan will kill you. He'll take you out. you let the devil mess with you David said moreover the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear he'll deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine Saul said to David go and the Lord be with thee Paul Acts 27 He's in a storm, facing a visible storm, serving an invisible God. Jesus was invisible, made visible. Came and lived 33 and a half years. Everybody says, we're going to die. We're not going to make it. The devil whispered, oh, man of God, just me and you this time. Just me and you, boy. You're going down. And after long absence, Paul stood forth. He said, sirs, be of good cheer. Calm down, be of good cheer. I've come to this platform to tell somebody, I know the storm's raging, but be of good cheer. I know you in your darkest hour, but be of good cheer. I know your load may be heavier than it's ever been, but be of good cheer. I know you don't see no way out of this one, but be of good cheer. For this night, the angel of the Lord, of whom I am and whom I serve, stood beside me and said, Paul, be of good cheer, for there shall be no loss of any man's life or the ship. The ship's going to fall apart, but ain't nobody going to drown. Be of good cheer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Does anybody in the house have your own testimony? Hallelujah. Can I, can I back up and preach this? Can I put it in reverse and back up and preach this? Some of that stuff I went through didn't know if I was going to make it or not. But on the other side, I can wave it in the face of the devil. Say, I don't just have John Wynn's testimony now. And I don't just have Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Sheila's testimony. Oh, devil, hallelujah. You got me in the match and you tried to break me and God stood up and fought for me. And now I have my own testimony. Hallelujah. I know what I know you don't like what you're going through, but it's your own testimony. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've been telling daddy. I've been telling daddy for about seven weeks now. I can't get this thing out of my spirit. I've been telling daddy he's one of my favorite preachers and I love to hear him preach. But it's more than his preaching right now that's getting a hold of me. It's his life, the way he's living. 90 years old and he just refuses to quit. Hallelujah. I don't know a whole lot about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's message. I just know they said, King, King, we're not going to bow to you. We don't know what God's going to do. We know what we're going to do. We're not going to bow. He's not going to turn us over to you. That's about all I know about their little old simple message. But I, I, I know a lot about their life. I don't preach so much about their message. I do their life. They made up their mind. I'm just going to live for God. And I'm going to be true to God. And I'm going to serve God. And if I die in the fire, I'll go home. And if he walks in, I'll walk out. But I'm going to be God. And I'm not going to quit. And I'm not going to stop. Hallelujah. I said, Daddy, you're telling every man and every woman, 40, 50, 60, or 70, don't you ever quit? Don't you ever sit down and give up? Don't you ever quit praying and preaching and worshiping? Hallelujah. If Daddy can do it at 90 years old, you can do it at 60. You can do it at 70. You can do it at 80. I wish somebody would stand up and worship the Lord right now. I don't know who I'm talking to, but the devil's been whispering death in somebody's ears. You might as well just give up. It's over. Your best years are over. I don't think it's over till he says it's over. I don't think it's over till he opens his hand and lets your breath go. You might as well get your fight back. You might as well get, shake off that spiritual amnesia and realize if he brought me through that, he's going to bring me through this. If he kept me through that, he's going to keep me through this. If he delivered me from the fire, he's going to deliver me from Goliath. If he delivered me from the lion, he's going to deliver me from Goliath. He didn't bring me through that to die in this. Oh, I wish somebody'd shout for victory. I wish somebody shout for victory. I don't know where your finances are right now. It might be somebody watching by TV or internet. But we get spiritual amnesia when our belly growls and our purse is empty, billfold's empty. We wonder where that next loaf of bread's come from. But how could I ever doubt him who has been so faithful? How could I ever doubt him who has been so kind? How could I ever doubt him? How could I ever doubt him? Hallelujah. And when his disciples, Matthew 16, 5, listen to all this. And when his disciples were come to the other side, they forgot to take bread. They'd forgotten to take bread. Then Jesus said to them, take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and other Sadducees. Jesus will look for anything. He can find the message in anything. They reasoned among them, saying, It is because we have taken no bread. Which when Jesus perceived, he said to them, O oh, you of little faith, why reason you among yourselves because you have brought no bread? In other words, he said, the devil's got you in a corner. And he said, it's just you and him. And you're going to starve and you're not going to make it. And in Matthew 69, be ye not, but, but do ye not yet understand, neither remember the five loaves of the 5,000 and how many baskets you 
took up. Do you not yet understand, neither remember the five loaves of the 5,000 and how many baskets you took? Do you not yet understand? Don't you remember, neither remember the five loaves of the 5,000 and how many baskets you took up? But my, and then I go over to Philippians 4, 19. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't think I can count on both hands how many times it happened. Back before we were pastor, we would leave here. We would perhaps go to Texas. We would go to, to Arkansas. We would go to Arizona. Perhaps we'd go to New Mexico. We'd come back to Virginia or Florida, to New York or to Canada. And we'd be preaching. We'd come home and we'd pay our bills up and we'd, 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 we'd pay our tithes. And then we'd, there'd be a light bill or car payment. And we didn't have enough money. We'd put enough aside to get to our next meeting, preaching all these little churches. And, and we'd look at each other and say, but, but God, somehow make a way. And I can't count on both times it happened. I'd go to the post office and there'd be a letter in there and there'd be a check enough to pull the ties off of it to pay pay the offering to come in and almost to the cent to pay a lot. I mean, it has been to the very cent of several times to pay a light bill or a phone bill, to pay a, a car payment, to pay a house. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost now. Hallelujah. Somebody's in a struggle right now, but why don't you go home and get you out a tablet and write every time he's made a way for you. Won't you write down every time he's raised a standard up for you? Why don't you write down every time he's turned it around for you? Why don't you write every time he's made a way where there seemeth to be no way? He's a present help in time of trouble. He's a lily of the valley. He's prince of peace. He's king of kings. And he's lord of lords. He's a way maker. He's a way maker. He's a way maker. I just feel like honoring and respecting my daddy tonight. But it was probably 66, 67 right along through there. Daddy's preaching it, in it, uh, uh, preaching all year round and working some in the winter in Atlanta, Georgia and in the summer. He's putting up his little tent, pastoring a small church and evangelizing. Just, just a busy man. But there come a time that a strike at the Copper Hill Copper Mines where Daddy worked and that Sunday a large crowd and there was no offer, zero offer. We get home, we don't have money for groceries, we don't have money for light bills or phone bills and we all went to bed and Daddy got down and prayed. We had a little bread and potatoes and we had a pretty pretty new freezer that was totally empty. Daddy, Daddy prayed to him, went to sleep, and he got up about 4 o'clock and called Lake Allen. He said, let's go down toward Atlanta, and there was no jobs anywhere. Maybe we can find a job or something. I just feel we ought to go now. He picked Brother Lake Allen up, and they got down there, and Daddy had his little pickup. They'd get down around Canton, Georgia, and they'd been a wreck, and vehicles was backed up, and they'd come throughout the fly slot. Others had cars. Daddy had his little truck, I think, and they pulled Daddy out. They said, we got a problem. Ain't nobody hurt, but we got a bad wreck up here. We got sealed cases of froze chicken everywhere. You know how folk like chicken. You know how preachers like chicken. They didn't give us a chicken. They didn't give us two chicken. They give us a truckload of chicken. Our neighbors that didn't like us had chicken. Our community had chicken. We had baked chicken and fried chicken. We had boiled chicken, chicken dumplings. Hallelujah. And 50 years later I can stand. I was young but now I'm old. But I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know whose finances I'm preaching to right now. I wouldn't embarrass nobody with 50 people stand up just so the Lord will help somebody right now. I feel victory for somebody. Somebody needs to acknowledge right now. God, if you brought me to that, you're going to bring me through this. If you fed me when I was little, you're going to make a way for me now. If you met my needs, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. He's a need provider. He's a grocery 
grocery supplier. He's a way maker. He's a present help in time of trouble. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, he's not a hard taskmaster. He's a father that cares about you. He's a father that cares about you. He's a father that cares about you. I found this scripture. Genesis 41, 29. Behold, there come seven years of great plenty. Joseph's interpreting this dream. There'll be seven years of great plenty throughout all the land of Egypt. And there shall arise after these seven years of great plenty, there shall arise after them seven years of famine. Listen to this scripture. And all the plenty shall be forgotten in the land of Egypt, and the famine shall consume the land. Sometime we get spiritual amnesia. And because of this season of famine I'm going through, concerning my church, concerning ministry, concerning my life, concerning my family, concerning finances, concerning health, because this season of I'm going through, I forget the good years. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody just say, God, shake me tonight and remind me how good you've been to me. Somebody say that, oh Lord, don't let me forget the pictures. Don't, don't let me forget the laughter you sent my way and the smiles. And I know I'm in the season of drought, a season of famine. I'm talking to somebody. But God, don't let all these bad years eat up all of my good years. I just become desperate and despondent. Spiritual amnesia. Hallelujah. Would you stand to your feet? Going through so much right now, if we're not careful, we forget the end. That devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophets are and they shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. They shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. They shall be tormented day and night. I'm telling you, devil, your days are numbered. Your days are numbered. Would you join hands with somebody? Could we bow our head right where we are? Lord, a lot of trouble, hurts, pain, heartaches. This old life, but I don't want to forget. I'm only passing through here. One day I'm going home. I can see Isaac and Abraham, oh God, about to walk back off of that mountain. And Isaac was big enough to realize when he watched that little ram turn to ashes and watch it struggle and bleed. He's about to realize I was the one that's supposed to die there and he took my place. Hallelujah. And I believe, I really think, Lord, I really think this happened. I know I would have done it. We're all more alike than we are different. But I thank Lord that he's got hands with his daddy and they're about to walk off the mountain. He turns to Abraham and he says, Father, would you stay right here and not move? And would you not go with me? I need to go back by myself. I need to do something. I need to say something. And I think Isaac, who was a young lad, I think he walks back over to those rocks and that altar and there's nothing. All the wool is burned up in the fire. All the bones and the meat is consumed. Just a few red coals left. And I believe Isaac must have looked down at what was left of that sacrifice and said, I've come back to say thank you because you took my place. 
I'm going home with my father. Thank you for taking my place. Lord, I don't want to get spiritual amnesia and forget that just in a little while, I too will say goodbye to this world of hurt and pain and sorrow. And because 2,000 years ago, the Lamb took my place, so I feel the Holy Ghost in here. <laughs> the Lamb took my place on a hill called Calvary. A little Lamb, because you took my place, I don't have to die and go to hell. I don't have to be lost. Because you took my place, I'm going home with my Father. I'm going home. God, I don't want to forget one day I'm going home. Would somebody praise him out loud? Could, could we praise him? Right before we dismiss this service, would somebody praise him out loud, Lord? Little lamb, because you died for me, I'm going home. Little lamb, because you took my place, I'm going home. We ask, will the hurt ever stop? Yes, it'll stop. I'm going home one day. Will I ever quit hurting? Yes, you're going to quit hurting. We're going home one day. Will it always be like this, Pastor? No, it won't always be like this. A lamb took our place. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 Lamb took our place. We're going home. 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 Heads bowed, eyes closed. Somewhere I preached my best. I've done the very, very best I could do. Just an old country preacher. Did my very best tonight, and I pray somewhere. One of these thoughts has touched your heart. I pray somewhere one of these thoughts have mended something in you, awakened something in you, revived, stirred something in you. The best of my ability with the Holy Ghost flowing through me. I pray somewhere in this sermon something's been healed or mended or restored in you. Now would you ask the Lord while this presence is in this house, heads bowed and eyes closed, would you ask the Lord to wake me out of this slumber, wake me out of this amnesia, bring me back, let me remember. I can't turn back to sin. I've been delivered. I'm a Christian. I can't walk the way I used to walk. I can't live. I can't talk like I used to talk. I'm a new creature. Help me to remember, hey, I am growing. Help me to quit belittling myself and criticizing myself and beat myself down. I'm growing in Jesus, and Jesus is growing in me. I'm growing in Jesus, and he's setting me free. God, help me to remember babies fall down and need somebody to pick them up. Oh God, help me to remember it's not just me and the devil. Help somebody to realize it's not just them and the devil. God, somebody feels so long now, just them in such a storm and such pain and such pressure. Help somebody to remember that over in my corner in the shadows, there stands the Prince of Peace. There stands the King of the Universe. There stands the Lily of the Valley. There stands Emmanuel. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, help us to remember this is not our home. We're pilgrims here and we're strangers here and we're looking for a city whose builder and maker is God. We're going home. I mean, if I'll just remain faithful, we're going home. If we'll remain unshakable, unmovable, always abounding in the grace of God, this journey will finish and we're going home. Wake us out of this slumber. Wake us out of spiritual amnesia. Bring us back to our mind, clothing at your feet in our right mind. In Jesus' name we pray.